sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. So on tonight's episode, we are sans Dan. He has been having some various issues, honestly, over the last two weeks. I'm not going to go into it, but needless to say, you know, he's he's okay. But a few things have, have kept him kind of on the sidelines for a bit. Um, last week, at least for me, because that was going into finals, that kind of sidelined me for a little bit as well. But now at least I'm done with work for uh, about two months, so can get back to reasonable schedules as well as hopefully putting out more stuff that I want to. So for what we're going to do tonight, Steve and I are going to be going through both the fortification, the one option they have. We mentioned it briefly at the end of last episode, but we want to kind of formalize that discussion because we do like it in general. And then we're going to be going through the Lords of War for the Solar Auxilia. So that's we're we're trying to finish up the main discussions on Solar Auxilia. We'd still like to probably do an episode at some point about list building. I don't know if that's what we're going to follow up with, or maybe we'll wait a little bit and get into some other topics. Um, as for what else to expect from us soon, we're going to see. They say we we have plenty more of this to do, and I am starting to put together some conquest stuff. And um, I'll announce this now at the beginning rather than at the end. But we do all. Um, have an event that we're going to this weekend so we're going to be recording there so we should hopefully have a couple of battle reports coming out of that as well in particular this one's going to be a team event which we'll go over more once we've actually went to the event itself and now on to the show all right steve it's been a bit how have you been it has um yeah. doing all right following some job leads hoping to level up in life a little bit mm. fingers crossed nice um I- interviews or just you know, interview, interview. Okay. Yep. Okay. Good. Uh, we got to learn a little bit about how to read a floor plan from a construction standpoint, because okay. that's not something I had any formal training in before, but you know, that now is not a bad time to start learning that kind of stuff. Yeah. If it relates to the job sooner or later, you got to learn it. So exactly. Right now. Nice. That. And I almost have one legal unit fully painted in conquest. Whoa. Nice. Um, <laughs> I'm going so well, slow with this. Oh no, but for, for a rush job, this is taking an awful long time. Well, I'll put it this way: so you say that, but at the same point, I've seen them where you have a lot of paint on them. But let's face it: there's a lot of models. There's four models a stand, and oh there's God, quite a few yeah. stands. Your one unit, you know, is like six stands, five stands, and Yo, you know, when you put it together, it's like hundred stands. Models. Yeah, yeah, it's eighty-four models. I think eighty-four. Okay. Yeah, because it's three of the um, starter boxes. Got Plus it. Plus a first blood box. It's I mean, a so, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing to keep in mind is it's just it's the sheer amount of stuff that you have to paint. So you have a lot of paint on a lot of those guys, but you know, finishing touches, stuff like that, to try to you know take them to that you know level. Yeah, takes absolutely time. I, I haven't painted anything. Oh yeah. Oh no, week and a half, two weeks. I have a two a unit of carotids and a unit of canophores just staring at me because they need their dirty down effects put on. But I have to do that in the basement because that stuff's toxic. Um, I feel that. Yeah. But now that I'm off of work, my plan is to hopefully do that tomorrow along with everything else that I've neglected to do over weeks and weeks of time. <laughs> but... So I got to, I'm probably, probably not this Friday, but soon now that I'm off and I have more time, I got to get back out there for more conquests and hopefully we can, if we do it at different times, we can tape some conquest stuff too. That would be good. I want to do more with that game, but all right. Um, so 
I said, with just the two of us tonight, our plan, we're going to go through the fortification for Sol Auxilia, and then we're going to get into the Lords of War. Um, the, the order of that we're going to do this is a little bit different. We're going to do the fortification first. Like I said, we talked about it before, but we want to kind of formally put a timestamp to this. We're then going to do the units that aren't types of Bane Blades, aren't Bane Blade variants. Then we're going to go through the variants. We figure if we do all the variants at once, it's easy to talk about the general profile. We can talk about the differences between guns or costs, and then kind of have the actual discussion be more of which ones do we like, which ones don't we like, and, and a little bit more like that. We think that'll flow a little bit nicer. Um, but we'll go ahead and get started, and we'll start with the artillery battery fortification. Did you want to take this one, Steve? Because I think last time I talked most about um, it. So you yeah, might have sure. a different thought than I did. Yeah, I could talk about this. Yeah. So if we go to the very end of our legacies document for the solar, mm-hmm. um, solar ox. No. Yes. Yeah. Solar auxilia. Yeah. yeah solar auxilia. Wow, we haven't still, started. We are still on uh, these started guys. those ones yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, the very, very last page of that document, you're going to get the solar auxilia artillery battery. For 120 points, you get one artillery platform and five gunners. This is going to be a little bit different than the last edition's kind of uh, profile because this is not going to use a vehicle stat line or a building stat line, but a uh, an artillery piece stat line. Um, so you have your gunners, which are your standard infantry stat lines for this army. Um, you know, move six, weapon skill plus six, skill three, strength three, toughness three, one wound, initiative three, one attack. Leadership 6, and a 3-up save because they're artillery guys. I guess they have EOD armor on or something. Yeah. Um, then we have the artillery platform. This is where the unit gets a lot squishier than it was before, I feel. Because you got weapon skill 1, ballistic skill 4. Okay, BS4 is good. Strength 1, sure. Only toughness 5 and 2 wounds, though. That's really With a 3-up save. That's really squishy. Yeah. Luckily, the guns on it have indirect fire. So if you get a nice spot in your deployment zone to hide these things, you could probably get decent mileage out of them. Um, they come with last pistols on the gunners and an Earthshaker cannon on the platform. You can switch out the Earthshaker cannon for a Medusa mortar for free. You can add additional cannons for 100 points. Um, for unit types, it's um, infantry, static artillery, and um, they're both heavy. And you have special rules, uh, stubborn and auxilia static artillerists. Yeah. Short version of this stuff is it's like normal artillery, but it doesn't get to move. Yeah. And you need to have at least one gunner. One gunner per, 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 per each. Yeah. Yeah. Per platform. I think it used to be three. So one is great. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this this thing at least has a good amount of ablative wounds because you can kill off four guys before you actually worry about it. Yep. Um, and every time you buy another platform, you get four, five more guys. So you you can get a lot of people pretty quick. I wonder if you could put a medic in this unit. In theory, you can. But what's nice about this unit compared to a normal Earthshaker battery, like, you know, um, like the tank, Basilisks, yeah. you could return fire with this gun. Not indirectly, but you can still return fire. Someone happens to come around your side, and there's no arc on this thing, so it's got a 360 field of fire. Yeah. So if someone catches you out in the open, you can shoot them right back. Yeah. And it, that it constitutes is, as infantry. So that yeah, is value. Yeah. The, the other biggest part, and I, I'm I'm sure we said the last one, although that was now like a week and a half ago, so I don't remember exactly what I said. But I do like this. 
because it's also cheap. We, we, I mean, there was a bit of uh, poo-pooing about the gun itself, but most of that, I mean, I, I think there were some thoughts, at least on Dan's side of like, oh, the AP isn't good. So what's the point of it? Like, it's a good gun. The gun is not bad. The gun was bad for 285 points. The gun was bad for 200 plus points. For 120 or 220, having two of them, you can do damage with a strength nine large blast gun. Shred, pinning, like you can do work with that because you can just throw a bunch of wounds on people. Yeah, it's not beating their armor, but I'm not spending a lot of points for it. Um, that was our main problem with, was it, was it the Basilisk? Was that like 285 or one of them was something like that? Where it's an yeah, absolutely it, uh, insane the Minotaur. Minotaur. The Minotaur is Thank absolutely you. obscene. Yeah, I just um, went to it there. Oh, wow. You absolutely can attach a medic to this unit. Mm, that's And their medics are very, very cheap. Oh, yeah. That's not a bad way to do it. It's just, um, again, if someone really wants to take this thing out, they can. But if you're going to waste all those shots on it, one, I might shoot you back. Or even two, all right, I, I got more important slots and more important things that care. This thing's taking your fortification. It's the only one you got. You're not going to take anything else. I'm trying to remember. Are fortifications technically a separate detachment? Uh Oh, oh why do you ask me? There's my book right here. Let me see which book I have underneath um, these Amphitoli. It's Libra Astartes. That means I mean, it, it, it will should have it. have it, though. Yes. Oh, yeah, it does. It's just the beginning. I just couldn't remember which book I actually sat over here. No, it is part of the detachment. So you can't take this in an ally detachment. It has to be primary solar ox. Yeah. That's good to know. Yes. Yeah. So you no, can't cherry pick yeah. this to support your Marines, unfortunately. No. Because honestly, but, I wouldn't mind taking one of these just to mix it in with my Iron Warriors. Because no. it's got. It's a lot more playable than the other options. Yes. A lot more playable. Yeah, it 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 would be nice if you if you had as an option. You don't, but what's what's at least good is this is an army who you tend to fill up your slots faster than your points unless you go really heavy with certain things. So here's a nice way you can still spend some points. You can get out maybe a little bit cheap for some other things, and and you get a weapon a little bit unlike some of your others. You know, and hey, you're one that now has the good AP that can now be focused on where it absolutely needs to be, where this one can just go for uh, they uh, they got a vehicle there. I'd like to try and stun a little bit or uh, they got a big unit. I'd like to maybe try to just get a couple wounds on. Them. Why not? Or oh, maybe I can pin them. I'm not worried about hurting, them, killing them right now. OK, then here's your options. But... Honestly, doing a full battery of basilisks and trying to snipe out the opponent's um, Scorpius is not a bad play. No. No, I mean, this is roughly the cost of a Scorpius. I mean, obviously, you know, most people can't move the Scorpius to get rending, uh, unlike Death Guard. But for, you know, this is comparable to a moving Scorpius. Absolutely. A little bit stronger, technically. So I, I, I like this one. I absolutely do like the fortification. And I like when I'm thinking of um, Imperial Guard, Solar Auxilia, all those sorts of, of normal people. I like the idea of them bringing things like artillery and just the type of weapons that space Marines in no way have. Like if you got a tank, I got a tank. I can see some similarities. This is very, very different in my mind to what other side can do, or at least for what I bring. All right. Um, that's 
we can then move forward. So like I said, we're doing this a little bit out of order. So I'm going to go through the Malkador. Um, so we're going to be skipping a little bit. So this option is in the book. The next things we talk about won't be, and then we'll come back to talk about Stormhammer, which is the other main option in the book. So we are going to be going back and forth between the book and the legacies a little bit. For the like 11 Lords of War choices they have, only two are in the book. I don't know why. Why wouldn't? Okay. There's like... How many kits are there needed to do all the Bane, Bane Blade variants? Is it one kit or is it like two or three? So I don't you know get off the top of my head. eight different variants out of the base Bane Blade. Okay. You have the Plasma Cannon one that Forgeworld used to make and they don't make anymore. Okay. You have the Storm Hammer, which is a resin upgrade kit from Forgeworld. So that's eight plus two is ten. And the eleventh. Oh, that's the uh, Macarius. So yeah, that's all of it. Okay. I mean, that's just, it seems odd to me that the other ones weren't put in the book if you can buy a plastic kit that pretty much does them all. Oh, but the but. gunners aren't Solar Auxilia, so you know. Oh, yeah. Don't don't worry about that. Just put it's... some regular old guy. Or don't put a gunner. I usually don't. Gunners Same. a lot of times annoy me because I had to paint them differently. All right. Malkador and Furnace. Um, this one's 300 points. It is move 14 very fast. Blitz of skill 3. Surprise, surprise. Front and sides are both 13. Rear of 11 with 5 hold points. It has no special rules. It is reinforced, which is good. Um, it has a center line mounted Inferno cannon. Has some searchlights. Has Sponson heavy flamers and some smoke launchers. Um, you can swap out the heavy flamers for things like... Um, the Sponsons, I should say, for heavy bolters, autocans, multi-lasers, las cannons. Um, you can add some pintle mounted weapons like a multi-laser, heavy stuff, or heavy flamer. You can put a flare shield on this thing for 25 Which points you do. to do so. Yeah, it's 25 points. Put a flare shield. You're only at 13. 14 is a big difference. Um, Dozer Blade for five points. Honestly, I probably still will just because I, I remember probably 7th edition. I was playing like a league game versus uh, one of the other guys who, who used to be around here so over in ireland or italy right now i forget where but he had his big old like command squad um all these people marty's calgar all of them in a land raider hits the first beer train rolls a one they're out of the game like this Ooh. tank needs to be close you know you have heavy flamers your inferno can't be as much but you want to be close put a dozer blade on it give yourself that chance or you're going to roll that one you're going to hate your life um I'm going to pull up that gun because I don't know it. Um, I have okay, it here, actually. Ooh. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. It's the big boy flamer. Yes. It's the flame template that ends in a five-inch blast. I think it's something like 11 inches long altogether. It's... Probably about that, yeah. No, it's more. It has to be more. Because normal flamer is eight in a little bit. And then if it's a five-inch blast at the end, it doesn't fit directly. So it's more like maybe 13, 14 inches long. I don't have yeah. an army, but it, it's huge. I haven't seen one in some, some time. It's obnoxiously massive. Um, strength 8 is really good. That means mm -hmm. it could threaten vehicles a little bit, and it's instant-deathing marines if they fail their saves. AP4 is a bit of a letdown, because space marines used to get absolutely deleted by this weapon, which is why <laughs> it had such a horrible reputation last edition. Um, but maybe the type, you know, the special rules will help it out. It's Ordnance 1, 
torrent nine inches, so you get a little bit of play in how you position your template to maximize your hits, which is always a nice thing to see. It's breaching six up, which is nice. I think five up would have been better for a Lord of War slot, but you know it's cheap. Something. Is I think the reason why only yeah. three hundred points. That's re- that's cheaper than some non Lord of War regular tanks. That is true, and uh, it's concussive one, which is an interesting choice. Yeah. I mean, again, concussive is a rule I don't rate because it no. doesn't; it's not reliable at all. No, you're going to force get it one, one time check a phase. Yeah, and you're only forcing it one time phase. Like if you could force it ten times in a phase, sure, I'd give it. I give it more credit, but one check a phase is just not good enough. No. That said, um, I love this because it's hilarious. I don't know if it's any good this edition. Um, I, I think it's it's decently good. I think the biggest thing is one, it's cheap. Because it's 300 points. So you, you can get, if you want this tank or if you have it, you can get this option for, for a very big discount. Um, that template is pretty good. You're shooting out nine inches and then you have this giant template. Even if you're only breaching on a six, if they bunch up at all, you are just hitting tons and tons of Marines. I mean, if you're hitting other Solar Ox players, obviously it's amazing. But, you know, assuming you're going against Marines, you're just at least hitting lots and lots of people. Um, I still don't want to get it immobilized because I want to be able to at least even wheel it around a bit. Um, they call it a squadron, but you can't take another. That's weird. Yeah, I just checked again because I was waiting for the point where it told me how to take more of them. It's called a squadron, but there's no option to take an additional. And you can take multiple um, normal Malkadors. Yeah. It's not, it's not like the Lords of War have no squadrons because the Typhon and Cerberus are squadrons. Yes, you That's absolutely weird. can. And they're and they're a good bit more, so they're even harder to to kind of get that. Um, no FAQs addressing that either. Yeah, I was just checking. Yeah, the other Malkadors you can do. I mean, it's only seventy five points more. It's it's not that different in terms of price. And and this is a when okay. So when we get to the Baneblade variants, they're all like seven hundred fifty ish points in that sort of range. They vary, but they're ish. I wouldn't mind running two of these for the cost or less than that that's kind of fun and remember um we didn't say this before but these are lords of war so they can be at most one quarter of your points you know 600 so, you could still do it in a normal game yeah even 300 you can do it in a very small game if you want and this is a lord of war if we're playing 2k if you bring i'm i'm not looking at you like you you know brought the uh brought the the biggest most destructive thing out there and it's not a super heavy, so it does not have the super heavy protections. It just has a no. lot of hull points. You're right. I didn't even notice that. It actually doesn't even constitute a super heavy. So, yeah, you can't. Now, it's reinforced, so it's going to be a little bit harder to take out quickly, but you still can. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, this, oh it looks really cool. I haven't looked at this thing in a while. Oh, they're so cool. Yeah. They should let you squadron it. It's crazy that you can't squadron this thing, even though they call it a squadron. You got that. You got your little uh, Promethean tank just hanging off the back, which unfortunately gives you a giant profile to be able to see this thing. How and the largest side arc of all time. I, I was about to say how. So I don't think it actually matters for gameplay purposes. To that's be what I was about to say. I don't don't count it for gameplay purposes. Just leave it cool because otherwise it means. I said this thing's not even a doesn't have the Lord of War the the um, 
protections. So no, don't count the little guy out the back. He's neat though, but don't don't measure line. Don't measure to him. <laughs> Please. Uh, all right. Now I I like this one. I do think it's really cool. Do I think it's that great? Probably not. But Lords of War, I think in most cases, other than maybe one or two spots, you take a Lord of War because you have it and you like it. You don't necessarily take it because of how great and wonderful it's going to be. Yeah. Even when we think of like a Typhon or something like that. Yeah, it's really good, but it's still not tons of hold points. You can still get it one shot, you know, not necessarily one shot, but shot down well, no, really it could fast. Be one shot, one that's also not a Lord of War. I mean, not a uh, super heavy. True. Actually, yeah, I forgot that one is it. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, you're spending a ton of points and you could still get taken out. So, poof, just br- like that. Br- yeah, bring it because you like it. And that one I do like. How about this one? This is Lord of War, where if your event organizes, hey, guys, no Lords of War at this event, you're like, can you make an exception for this tank? Because it's pretty. And they might say yes, because I, I don't think anything's game breaking out this tank. No, no, not at all. I'm. I'm it, if, if I'm worried about this tank as a player, you know, last cannons are a thing out there. Okay, I point my last cannons at it. It's gone. It might be able oh, to actually... Um, oh, and its strength of its weapon is eight, so it can't even, you know, shoot me on the way. And, like, it's... It's, it's cool. It is not going to break your game in any way. Just let someone, let someone bring their cool, fun tank. Um, all right. Did you want to take the Macarius? Sure. All right. So jumping back into that PDF on page 10, we have the Solar Auxilia Macarius Heavy Tank Squadron. Actual also squadron 300... this time. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, for 300 points, you get one tank with movement 10, BS3, armor 13, 12, 12, and 6 hull points. This one is a true super heavy. You get a Macarius Battle Cannon, which is like a normal battle cannon, but twin-linked. Um, you get a twin linked heavy stubber, which is like a normal heavy stubber, but twin linked. <laughs> you get, I knew you're going to do that. <laughs> you get, uh, you get two sponson mounted heavy stubbers. These are not twin linked though. And you get smoke launchers. You get no special rules because you get all the super heavy stuff, which I guess is cool enough. Yeah. Um, for options, you could replace your Macarius battle cannon with the Macarius vanquisher cannon for free. The difference between this and a normal Vanquisher is you get a lot... Actually, no. The diff- other difference is that your range is a lot shorter. I just noticed yeah. that. Um, the Battle Cannon on this thing is range 24. Yes. Instead of range 48, I think the normal Battle I, Cannon is now. I believe it's that. It's at least a hell of a lot more than yeah. that. I'll look that up real fast. Yeah, this one's range 24, strength 8, AP4. Um, heavy 1, 3-inch blast, twin-linked pinning. And then you can switch out for Vanquisher Cannon, which is range 36. Actually, gain range. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, for Strength 9, AP2, Heavy 2, Sunder, Brutal 2, Twin Linked. Which I think is literally just a half-range normal Vanquisher Cannon. And yeah, the finally, normal Battle Cannon is 48, so it is half the range. And we think okay. the Vanquish, Vanquisher 72 Vanquisher is literally 72, half. Yep. Literally half-range for Twin um, Linked. But this, yeah, the Twin Linked is the extra thing. Yep. Is that worth another shit ton of points i don't know but it's an option i mean twin link does help but the malkador has the coaxial um stubber which is like a fake twin linked so maybe um let's see and then finally you can switch out that battle cannon for a rotary bolt cannon for a couple extra points this range 24 strength 6 ap4 heavy 10 that's a lot of dice 
Yeah, with twin linked, which makes them rely somewhat reliable. Breaching on a six and pinning, that is a good weapon because rolling ten dice, re-rolling the hits, so you're gonna get seven hits. We'll go pessimistic. It's about seven hits, right? Yeah. Um, wounding on twos, that's gonna be about six wounds. One of them is gonna end up being a six. Almost definitely. And then you're and then you're forcing a pin check. And forcing pin checks is always good in my book. I mean, do I want to force one pin check for a hunt for sorry three hundred twenty points? Maybe not. There's other pinning, but in you're this doing army. it. That's also true. Yeah, if if, you, if you're wanting that, then this is an option to add a little bit more, and you have some other good choices that can get you some pinning as well. Also, just oh. a pretty model. I really like the model for the vanquish the uh the bolt cannon. Macarius. I don't know if I've looked at this one. I've looked through some it's of the stuff. It's a Macarius Vulcan, I think. That has a Vulcan Mega Bolter in it. Right. They might not have it on their website. Yeah. It might they be an old forgotten model. All right. Yeah. I'd have to look it up. I'm sure I've seen it. I've seen most of these at some mm-hmm. point, but haven't, um, haven't looked for some of them in quite a while. Yeah. Let's um, see. So those no, sponsons don't change, but we could add a Pintle Mounted Weapon. We have a lot of options here, from stubbers to bolters to combi weapons, heavy bolters and flamers, multi-melters and havoc launchers. There's options there. And then you could take 100 killer missile, so cute, and a searchlight. <laughs> you take this because you have it, and you think it's cool? Yeah. I don't think you go out of your way and pick this up. No, I, I think, and I think that's going to be true. A lot of these Lords of War options are... You have it, it's neat, not, oh man, this thing is amazing. Because most of them are in no way amazing. Yeah, you take this because you had a Krieg army sitting around. Um, Since maybe you have this in front of you or you know, if not, then we'll pause briefly and I'll go get my book. Should we mention what it means or remind people what it means if you're super heavy? Okay, so I do have my book handy this time. I, I know okay. it's a first, world first. I have I have my my rule book handy. Um, I know it's fine because you put a green sticker on it. Hey, there you go. I I played a played a game last week, so I think it's in near the front of the house where all my models are. Right, let's see special rules. Go back a little bit. Throw vehicles, everything all over the buildings. place now. Flyers, Knights and Titans. Because I know some of the pieces, super heavies. but I'm, I'm curious even if I'm forgetting one of the little bits about super heavies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so since we're getting into true super heavies, mm-hmm. um, as some riders, they don't care about difficult or dangerous terrain. They're too big to care. Um, they shoot. They always count as being stationary, even if you actually moved. You can split fire between different targets, much as you want. And, you know, each of them has to follow normal targeting rules. Making sense there. Um... They, like knights, don't really react to stuff unless it's another super heavy vehicle, a lumbering fly, which is like, you know, you're like your Thunderhawks and stuff. Yeah. A knight, a titan, or a model with eight or more wounds. Primarchs are not on that list. And I think they are for knights. Yes. For knights, no, they are specifically on the list. No, they're not. I just turned the page and they're not. Oh, for knights, no, they're not? I guess Primarchs have eight or more wounds, so they're covered by that, right? No, no, aren't they six? Ooh. I don't know. I don't run Primarchs very often. I, Primarchs, I know, are listed, though, under some other um, things that don't care. Maybe not knights. I thought uh, 
I thought like a Questorus and stuff like that. I think it's listed under them for like super super heavy walker or something. I thought they cared. I'm not seeing that. Knights, Titans, super heavy vehicles, lumbering flyers, miles eight or more wounds. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Primarchs are like six. There is there is a category, something like this that does care about Primarchs, and I can't remember which one it is. I thought it was um. Yeah, I thought it was the giant, like, uh, like Astorus Knights and stuff like that. I thought it was Knights cared. Maybe I could be wrong, though. Interesting. Yeah, I don't have well, that open. Yeah, they're living into what they can react into. Um, when they take damage, if they suffer an explodes result, instead of suffering the effect, it loses D3 additional hull points. So, effectively, D3 plus one from that attack sequence. Hmm. Um,. Furthermore, they ignore crew shaken, crew stunned, immobilized, and weapon destroyed. So effectively, all you care about on a penetrating hit is those result uh, explodes results. So if you're not AP two or AP one, it doesn't really care all that much. It just takes the whole point, and moves on with its day. Um, let's see. They um, their armor values never get degraded by special rules or anything. If a rule says it's destroyed, wrecked, or explodes, you just take the three hull points. Yeah. Um, things that count it lower but don't actually change it work normally. So, if, for example, Lance works as normal. It's just where it says, like, this model permanently loses one armor value. Not a thing. Not going to work here. Um, for catastrophic damage, like a knight, when they explode, it's a strength 7 plus D3 hit with AP4 with a radius of 6 plus D6 inches. So it's a nice, big explosion. Um, if you're hit, you take a pinning check. Not wounded, but hit by it. And if it's a transport, you could have multiple different units inside of it, because super heavies do not care. As long as the total bodies isn't against the rules. Um, if a super heavy is destroyed with infantry inside, you know, catastrophic damage. It's uh, D10 AP3 hits the people inside. Sorry, strength 10 AP3, not D10. Yeah. Um, and then it just wipes the people. Yeah, and from there it just goes on to um, the knights in the next page. That's all. Look briefly at knights for a quick. Do, do knights care about uh, primarchs? I thought they did. No, it's not on our cheat sheets. All right, maybe they don't. Doesn't though. say they do. Maybe okay. the household upgrades care. It's possible. I know something did. It. I can't remember what, but that's fine. They super heavies don't. And that's what we're discussing. So who cares? The Emperor didn't um, care about the Primarchs, so why should it yeah. super heavy? Um, I did look up this tank. It is actually a very cool-looking tank, but I agree. It's If you happen to have it, go ahead and run it again. It, it is cheap, at least at 300 points. You can fit this in pretty easy. And, yeah, I, the, the Bolt Cannon is a is a really cool option. The I wouldn't go with the base Battle Cannon because I don't think you're getting enough out of it. The Vanquisher, if you want, I can understand. Or the rotary bolt cannon because it's you know that way you can just get a lot of pop shots down. I like that. All right. Um, oop, I went too far. Here we go. All right. Continuing forward, we are talking about things, of course, that are not bane blade type things yet. So that's going to take us to this is on page seventeen of the legacies. The Solar Auxilia Praetor Armored Assault Launcher. This thing I don't think I've ever seen. I've never seen it as itself. I've seen it as the base of conversions for something that's not in here at all. 
called the Dominus. It oh, was an artillery thing okay. they stopped doing. Well, they never made. And they stopped, like, publishing rules for it. It was a cool, okay. quick version. Yeah, so it's 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 just a little tracked tank. And it has a giant, uh, essentially, rocket rocket battery on its back. All right. So this thing is uh, 650 points. It is a super heavy. Um, it is move 10, ballistic skills 3. It's 13, 12, 12 with 8 hole points. So this one's beefier. Um, you get one of these guys. It has a Praetor launcher, two spawns of mounted heavy bolters, and some smoke launchers. Um, things that you can do. We'll talk about the gun in one second. Things you can do with this. You can swap out those sponsons for some other sponsons, like heavy flamers, auto cannons, last cannons. Um, you can take hunter killers. Don't. I always think that's a bad idea. Or searchlight. Searchlight is really good. Add five points to this guy. Guarantee you can hit your distances. Um, for what the weapon does, it has a it's accounted as a missile weapon, seventy-two inch range, strength to me, strength seven, AP four. It's ordnance one. It's barrage. It's a large blast. It's pinning and it's rending six up. Uh, the more I talked through it, the less excited I got. That's that's not enough for six hundred and fifty points. No, it is not. I was expecting at first like one of those apocalypse size barrages, like one of just the crazy big ones. It, used it doesn't to even be. double. It doesn't even double out of marine. It doesn't even have two blasts. No. See, you you think when you look at this tank, it would be like that big cloverleaf template, and you'd roll like yes. you know like four dice on it. Nah, you get one shot with a normal size blast. Yeah, this thing is sporting is a holder with 12 missiles. It is objectively worse than the um, than the Scorpius. It's Imagine. so much worse than a Scorpius. I mean, the range is better. Wow. Um, it has more hull points. It, it's No, it it's, doesn't. Because two Scorpius would have more. Ooh, you got me there. I, I can take... What five, just like five Scorpius tanks for the cost of this? I can take two squadrons of two and then a solo on his own for like less than this guy. It's pretty bad, and I'm gonna have tons and tons of shots. The weapon's not—they didn't even like twin link it. Even if you happen to have this tank, I would not take it. I put some smoke around it and use it as terrain. Yeah, and it's a shame because I really do like the look of this one. It's a gorgeous model. Yeah. If anyone so people, if anyone hasn't seen it, look it up. Just I don't know if it's on. I see it now on Forge World. So yeah, it's, it, they still are selling it. It's a great looking model. It's just so so underwhelming. What people used to do is they would take the Warlord um, laser blaster. Yeah. For the carapace mount, mm-hmm. and they'd stick it instead of the missile mount for the Dominus bombard. Okay. Which was like a different version of this. It was re- that was a really cool conversion too. Some guy did for his Iron Warriors like three, four years ago. Hmm. Looked really nice. Let's see if I had a picture. I mean, we're gonna. We already know. In case people don't know this, we already know this, so we can say it now. In general, the legacies units tend to be overcosted. Some of them are still very, very strong. Looking at you, some killers, but. They tend to be overcosted, and in certain cases, especially here in Solar Auxilia, they feel overcosted by at least a third. 
Like take their price, make it two thirds of the price, and maybe it's okay. This one feels like it should be. I don't know the cost of at, at these stats. I don't even know if I'd put it at the cost of like two Scorpius or something like that. Yeah, it's got good hold points. Yeah, it's a super heavy, but its gun's not going to do much to you. Not for the cost. For very, very cheap, sure. But not at this sort of cost. Like, that's way too much. That's just crazy. And we're talking how it can only be up to a quarter of your points. So you're already having to play at 3,000 to take this thing. Realistic. I know you can get a little under, but let's, let's go with nice round numbers. You're talking about at 3,000 points that you're grabbing this thing. You can do a lot at 650 points with 3,000. You know, your opponent in that is going to be able to fit a lot of things. I said uh, Space Marines alone now. We have, you know, the Typhon or Cerberus. Cheaper, I'd rather take one of those. Um, some of the other options we talk about, I'd rather take two Malkadors than this thing. It's going to hurt more people. But th- mm-hmm. this isn't better. Its range is better, sure, but I'm going to hit more people with my uh, with double Malkador and Furnace. Oh, which actually technically you probably can't do because you can't squadron them, so you're taking right. one, but... Even if you could, it's it's <laughs> or two Macarius. I take two Macarius over this thing. It's so yeah. bad. It's a shame. It's a shame because it's really cool looking, and I'm I'm curious. Have you seen this thing? And how big is this thing? Oh, okay. So, they put it next to a. Yeah. Thing. So the Macar. Sorry, the um, this Praetor. series of tanks yeah. is yeah. The Praetor is based on the same basic hull. Have you ever seen a Gorgon? Yes. The DJ Lantern tank in person, it's that yes. size. Okay. So it's okay. like slightly skinnier than a Bane Blade, I think. Like ever so slightly skinnier than a Bane Blade, but just as long. Okay. Nice. All right. Tell me, tell me, tell me about the Crassus and the Crassus Armored Assault Transport. Oh my God, <laughs> the memes. I love this tank so much. If you don't read this in all caps, you're reading it wrong. It's always all caps, all the time. So the Solar Auxiliary Crassus Arbored Assault Transport is 400 points. Um, like before, it's moved 10, BS3, um, 13, 12, 12, with 8 hull points, and a transport capacity of 35 bodies. Pretty good capacity. It's almost two full squads of Marines. Or Solar Ox. Um, you're going to get one Solar Auxiliary Crassus Arbored Assault Transport. It comes with um, two hull-mounted heavy bolters. One leans to the left, one leans to the right. You get two sponsor-mounted heavy bolters. You get smoke launchers. It's a super heavy transport. No special rules. You have one access point at the rear of the hull. And you can switch out any of those heavy bolters. Um. Oh, no. They changed that this edition. Yeah, you no. can't swap them all anymore. Okay, so the front heavy bolters can be switched out for heavy flamers, autocannons, and last cannons. You see the sponsons could also get switched. Not so anymore. No. I'd still let you, but you know I'm not your opponent. Um, and they can take a hunter killer missile and a searchlight. The main thing is you could fit 35 bodies into one transport, and I think that's a beautiful thing. That's the main draw of this tank. And, fun fact, because this goes in Lords of War detachment, you could take this for your Marine army. I think Marines yeah. also get just get access to this, though, with BS4 instead of BS3 for the same point, so you might as well do it that way. Um, 
yeah, no, you can't take this for, for your Marines because they couldn't go inside it because it's not the right faction. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. But Marines do have this on their list. I'm like 90% sure in their Legacies document. Um, It's not great there. It's not great here. But God is going to make you laugh and put a smile on your face. First of all, it's amazing looking. I love I love the look it's of this thing. It's a gorgeous model. Oh my god! Yes, it, it 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 has the same sort of base tank chassis uh, through like the middle, but then it's got just a whole turtle shell and a pillbox put on top. It it really does look cool. Um, you are definitely overpaying for this. Not as bad, but you're definitely overpaying because it's a very expensive transport. It can hold a lot of guys. But it's not going to no do much damage. Capacity. No, none whatsoever. No, I don't know what you put on it. I don't know. Put some giant, stupid gun on top. Something. You're and it's not an assault transport either. No. But it's so cool. Yeah. You could fit what is that? 15, 17 terminators inside of it. It's a lot of terminators. Yeah. So 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 if we're in Solar Ox. Where mm-hmm. we're trying to look at if we're taking this, what are we what are we throwing inside? Um, we put Chariot Ogrens inside. Yeah, it's not a bad play. They fit because thirty five transport capacity is a lot of transport capacity. Yeah, no, you you could fit a lot, you could fit a lot of Ogren in there. Um, uh, let me see if there's anything else they can even fit inside. This might be the only way to transport them. Um. Do, do, do. I, I just love this thing. It's so pretty. It's I. That's a big. This is one of okay. those models where if I just had like you know two hundred, three hundred bucks burning a hole in my pocket, like if you don't spend me, I'll be gone forever. Like I'll buy this model because I really like this model. I think yeah. it's great painted silver with chevrons on it. Um, they're they're bulky for naturally, so yeah, they are not getting in much of anything, and they're monstrous, fit, so they can't go in a lot of the other transports. And you can fit eight inside, I think. Yeah. Uh, unless no, the you monstrous could, prevents it, it's 35 in. yeah so 36 would be 9 so you could fit 8 inside Give 1 short of the full squad wait can you take it if they're monstrous uh, don't don't tell me you can't can monstrous I gotta look up where's monstrous monstrous Um, they cannot be pinned they fire all their weapons fire heavy ordnance I think they're good um, yeah, n- nothing there says that being monstrous means you can't get in a transport unless the transport says that you can't. Which most stuff in this list is. Yes. Yeah, most of them have like infantry transport and certain certain styles of rules that might stop that, but no. So technically the Dracosin could transport them, but you have no way to take a Dracosin for them without getting another squad out of it in one turn. The Ogren's in the next turn. Because all their other stuff is infantry transport. The drills, infantry transport. Arvis, infantry transport. Aurox, infantry transport. So if you want to transport your Charonite Ogrens, they go inside this. Yeah. Or one of the Bane Blades that has a transport capacity. There's like one or two of them. I, I could even see something like this if you're taking it, taking several of the specialized shooting units that this army has that want to get either a little bit closer into better spots. Um your Veltar's Vanguard. Okay, here's this squad with hurricanes, and your command squad, the one with all the special weapons with the melted guns and all. They're rolling up in this, getting close, and maybe also with a, you know, a small squad of Ogren. So they're there to protect everyone. Um, oh, I just, yeah. 
I I love that idea. I just wish it for 400 points. I either need to be at able least to give even it a flare more shield. Stuff. Yes, should should have a flare shield. Some sort of offense, or just let me transport even more stuff. Just make it ridiculous because I'm spending 400 points, and I'm hitting you with some heavy bolters. Give me an obscene amount of transport, and I can just roll up with tons of stuff in my army, or cheapen it by like, I don't know, a hundred points. You you're you're paying a high tax on this one, and it's a shame because this is a great looking vehicle. I will say it helps a lot with speeding up deployment because thirty five miles yes. you don't have to place at the start of your game. Yeah, um, I wish you could take multiple in the slot. I think you 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 used to be able to. I think so used to be. I think like a five hull point vehicle before and the way it was written is if you had less than a certain number of hull points you take two of that vehicle in the mm. lord of war slot and this okay. was kind of this wasn't directly printed to heresy this was a this was released in an imperial armor book and we want to sell those models so you're allowed to take them in heresy because it's Got under it. i think it was like six hull points because it was i think five before you could take two of them so you used people to take two in a list now you take just one I wish you could take two again, because even two of these things rolling up the board, 70 miles trapped inside, it's pretty cool. I mean, if you could they take get 350, two, take two. Yeah, if you could do that, you could legitimately have most of your infantry in these transports. That just sounds like a really cool list. Like, there's, there's sort of your, you know, your tank list. Well, there's these two giant transports holding my guys, and then there's squadrons of Lehman Russes or whatever Escorting. other vehicles yeah. you want. Yeah, and, and I'm just pushing forward. Like that is, you know, very. Uh, the tank looks a little more World War One look, but much more World War Two style things. I've been watching a lot of clips of Band of Brothers, so that's all I think about now. Um, I fell down that particular oubliette like two days ago, and I haven't been able to get myself out yet. I, mean, I, I love this. I love this thing. Yes. Um, this is a model, I say, if you have it, you field it. Because yeah. at 400 points, like, yes, it's not the best use of points, but it's the best use of style. And honestly, it it does its job correctly. It transports models across the table. Because it's eight whole mm. points. They have to get at least three penetrating hits to blow it up. So yeah, they they're not slowing it down or doing anything to it otherwise. Yep. Um. Yeah. Too bad there's no uh, tech priests in their army list anymore. Else, they say you know, throw one inside just to prepare a hull point each turn, keep it going. But even then, like this is cool. Um, you know what you do? Bring a Trojan support vehicle. Bring three. Yeah, keeps them healed up. I mean, I, as a person who's run Spartans before, I've had them destroyed very quickly, and that's technically more points. I mean, you know, this is harder to kill, and I know a Spartan has more offensive capabilities, but you know, I it's. It is absolutely super neat. Um, this is something, though, if you are bringing it, I think your opponent needs to know, not because they need to plan to be able to take it down, because the stuff that's pouring out, it's not like you're pouring out Terminators and, and all kinds of world's crazy stuff. They need to know just to make sure they're not bringing anything too nuts, because you got to at least get a chance to be able to roll this thing down the field a little bit. Uh, it might technically be playing down, but it's playing for fun. So make sure your opponent knows that and make sure they bring some stuff that's fun as well. Um, all right. That ends everything that doesn't start with Storm, Bane, or Shadow. Um, so now we go to the uh, roulette wheel of insanity here. 
So Woo. let's we'll, we'll briefly discuss just the chassis. I'm writing myself a note so I have this timestamped appropriately because all these have the same chassis save uh, transport capacity. That's the only thing that changes. There sometimes is transport. It's rare, but there sometimes is. Um, so, and I've, yeah, because they're all the same speed. I checked that. They're, all of these variants are move 10. They're all bosses skill 3. They're 13, 13, 12 with 12 hope points. They're all super heavies. Um, Not all of oh. them are 13, 13. Oh, one so of them. Stormhammer's oh, 13, not. 13. The others are 13, 12. Uh, oh, okay. So this is the only one that's better. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yep. I didn't notice that. Yeah. So <laughs> given the book, the only one that's different. Why? Give them 13 as well. They're so overcosted, most of them. Just put the extra 13 on them. My apologies. So, um, yeah, the first one is the Stormhammer's 13, 13, 12. The other ones are 13, 12, 12. Um, but otherwise, none of them have any extra special rules. The biggest differences on these are going to be the main options they come with and some of the options of what weapons they can change to. Like if they have sponsons, the sponsons could be different or some of them are similar. It's It varies depending on which one. Um, I believe we talked before that neither of us care too much about which in particular. Yeah. And I think the only one that's um, going to probably be worth it is the storm hammer. Yeah. And honestly, I think mm -hmm. every last one of these could also be taken by Marines for the exact same points. They get yes. one better ballistic skill and access to Legion traits. So just count them as space Marine tanks to get the bonuses here. Except yeah, for the Stormhammer, you take every last one of these as a Marine tank. So unless you need the transfer capacity, just do it. Is the Stormhammer the only one that's special locked to them? Yep. Yeah, it's their special baby tank. It's all okay. theirs. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's take a look at what their baby here does. So um, let me just make sure I timestamp this appropriately. There we go. Okay, the Stormhammer. This is also the cheapest one. It's the cheapest by about 150, but on average by about 250 points. Um, he has that stat we talked about. He's 500 points. It has a turret-mounted Stormhammer cannon. It has coaxial multi-laser. It has a battle cannon on its hull, twin-linked. It has hull front last cannon. It has three left and three right hull-mounted multi-lasers and smoke launchers. Um, for multi-lasers, they are strength six, AP six, three shots. So this thing has tons and tons of multi-laser shots. Um, for, for things you can do with it, we'll go through the other guns in a second. For other things you can do with it, you can change out some of its hull-mounted multi-lasers for heavy flamers or heavy bolters or last cannons. Um, this thing's pretty cheap, so switching out for last cannons. And it's three right-mounted and three left-mounted last cannons for 75 points total. That's actually real good. That's a lot of last cannons. Six um, last cannons for 75 points is an absolute steal. Yeah. I, I mean, your bliss skill three, so you're missing half, but that's still three last cannons that are hitting. And you still have your other last cannon, so you actually are firing with seven. That's and you're still sub six hundred points with twelve hole points. You're going to live for quite a while. Um, you can add some pindle mounted weapons. Um, you can put one hundred killer on it if you haven't have spare five points or searchlights. Put searchlights. You're going to need those searchlights absolutely. Um, 
for a Stormhammer cannon, it's main gun, 72 inches. It's strength eight, AP three, ordnance one, and it's a seven inch blast. Why? You can make it twin length because you have a coaxial multi-laser. You do. And you have three shots. So with three shots, you shoot, You are very statistically likely to get at least one of those to hit. Why? Oh, why didn't the was one the Macaris have or no, sorry, it was the Praetor. My apologies. The Praetor. Why didn't it have this weapon? It's more points and its weapon is so much worse. And this thing has so many more weapons. But, yeah. Yeah. But has that has a battle cannon? I don't mind a free battle cannon on my tank. Just as and an extra. Yes. Taking down one of the biggest downsides to that battle cannon. You can put for for what? I'd put searchlights. So for 580 points, I can have my giant storm hammer cannon. I can be most likely twin linking it because of my coaxial multi-laser. I can be firing seven last cannons. Um and I had the searchlights to do this all. Like I that actually does feel worth its points. As as worth it as a super heavy can be. You know, because is it pointed exactly right? Probably still no. But it's still gonna feel worth it to you. It's gonna feel like it can do a lot because it has a lot of shots and a lot of guns. I'll put it this way. You get to kill Space Marines. Yes. You can kill Space Marines reliably. Yeah. It, it's a miracle. It, it's it's Christmas time. It, this is this is, you know, this seven days it, it's just you need this if you're playing if you're playing Solar Ox and like you're like really playing Solar Ox, you might need one of these things. This is about the only way you're reliably killing groups of space marines. Yeah. That said, that one sergeant mm-hmm. could tank it all and ruin your day. Which is why you need to kill him first somehow. Don't know how, but somehow. After he's I mean, gone, that's a lot of dead marines. Yeah. I mean, even in there, if you're hitting on two-up saves, I'm at least strength eight. You fail a save, I'm just taking you down. Mostly, of course. There's some Very things true. that are stronger. No, but I'm mostly no just cutting you down. Bailout. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind that. And on a seven-inch blast, I don't mind. Because it's very different when I get like three or four hits on you. You can reliably maybe tank all of them. Or maybe I kill you and no one else. But giant massive blast, I'm hitting your unit. Strength eight, I'm wounding almost everyone all the time. Therefore, you're going to have a good amount of saves. You're going to have almost as many saves as however many models are in your unit that I really want to hit put the put the damage onto. So you're probably going to realistically fail one, and then I start wiping additional models. Um, is this plastic? I know the other ones are all varying out of the box. Can it's I do a this plastic, one plastic hull with resin upgrades, replacing basically that entire upper middle section? To mount okay. both the battle cannon and the main turret, as well as pieces that hang off the side in resin to do the three sponsor mounts. Okay. In theory, someone who's very dedicated could convert this, but that's a lot of elbow grease. Or you um, could get like a resin upgrade from a third party. Like I think Blood and Skulls might have something that is suitable. I was about to say, get get a, either a resin upgrade, get a printed upgrade, however you want to look at it. But I would absolutely do one of those to be able to do this because you can get the main chassis and then you have all these options. 
Um, it actually, yeah, I mean, because there's some other ones that have, yeah, because the big thing would be the Top Gun and the and the some of yeah, the hull so, options because the other ones just don't have them. So Blood and Skulls has something called the Omega Multi Weapon Sponsons, and okay. that gives you it looks like three, maybe four. It's okay. You got too many mounting points. But, like, whoever said too many guns is a bad thing. Um, yeah, so if you got the Omega multi-weapon Swansons, you got two of those, that covers, covers one side. That's, like, 50 bucks for Swansons. Um, but it gets you a start on creating this absolute monstrosity. And it'll yeah, probably the... still end up, like, a decent chunk cheaper than Forge World. If I and... had to guess. And the other nice part is, like I said, you, you also then, you have the parts for the other variants. You can, you know, I'm magnetize. sure there's some work you can do to do a bunch of that. Yeah, magnetize it. You, you can get a lot of lot of play out of that kit. So buy the base kit, get something like that. Now you have all these various options. Unfortunately, overall, actually, this kind of feels like the best. Good. Actually, the price isn't that terrible on the actual kit. It's only 300 That's That was expecting a for... lot more. Yeah, I mean, you could do it in the plastic with that upgrade, still a decent amount cheaper. But for their for their super heavies, that's not bad. You just have to deal with marrying Forge World plastic, Forge World to plastic, and I don't want to do that. Sometimes the warping and shrinkage from the resin production makes it iffy. Um, but yeah, no, it's actually I was expecting a lot worse. Uh, Price-wise, yes. I expect them much worse. Um, Putting it together, I think, will still be a bit of a nightmare, unfortunately. But, um, I mean, this one one absolutely feels worth it. And I think the biggest downside we're about to see is a lot of these other ones are not going to feel worth it just because the points are just way too high. But, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, So, we're going to go through these other ones. Um, At the end, we might have to talk more about what we liked or didn't, but... Otherwise, we'll be going through these. So, do you want to take the Stormblade is the next Absolutely. one? Now we can just go in order. Absolutely. Yeah. So, the Stormblade. This is one you will not find in your plastic box. Um, it's an old Forge World tank. So, for 750 points, which should be a very frequent number here, you get a Bane Blade chassis. Side 12, not 13, sadly. Um, no transfer capacity, but comes with a centerline front-mounted plasma blast gun. Like from a Warhound. And they gets two spawns that have twin-linked heavy bolters and two spawns and last cannons. So Bane Blade replaced that entire center assembly with just plasma cannon of doom. Super cool model. Um, that said, you also for the same points you take a Warhound and have two of those. What does that gun <laughs> yeah. actually? What does that gun actually do? It's got range seventy-two, which is pretty good. Strength nine, AP three, ordnance one, massive blast seven inches, and breaching four up. So it does exactly what you think it's going to do. It looks at things and it says you're dead. It just so happens a Warhound is twice as efficient about it. Solo, this tank is so cool. Yes, they, I did look it up. They used to make this. Like it, yeah. They used to make this. They don't anymore. They haven't in a long time. But it's mm. such a cool model. I don't care if it's not effective. I want it. I'll put it, it, it It's effective. There's no doubt about that way. It is effective. It's not. I don't think it's 750 points effective. So but that, it is yeah, effective like, for sure. If if this was like that five hundred, honestly, if it was like six hundred points, I'd say I'd take it. But that one hundred fifty points on the end just to push it, push it into the not so good territory. 
you know? Yeah. I mean, because if it was um, 650, that means that's how many points for fielding it. What's the minimum on that? 624. That'd be 26. Okay, make it 600 flat or 625. If it's 625, yeah. you take it in a 2,500 point game yeah. and not a 3K. And I think it's fair in a 2,500 point game. I would agree. I mean, it's really I mean, good. It, It'll dominate the game, but at the same time, like at 2,500, you probably have the tools to take it on, honestly. You do because you're looking at a 13. You're looking at the same as the primary Space Marine tanks, really. I mean, I know some are 14s, but we're talking about tanks that are firing guns out um, as a primary purpose. You're looking at 13s there. Excuse me. It is 12 hole points. You should be able to chew 12 hole points. Yes, its weapon is really good, but you're going to be down a lot of models from bringing it. And if you're smart, if your opponent's smart and they spread out, it's going to hit a good amount of models, but it's not like it's going to be, if you spread out well, you know, wiping 400 points worth of models every turn or anything like that. You know, you know, it's strength nine, AP three, and you know, it can breach on four plan accordingly. Um, but that giant boss, like, yeah, it needs to just be, it's a little overcosted. This one, I don't think is that much overcosted. No, so um, this is one of the better deals as far as Bane Blades go. Yeah, it, it's a bit, it's not too bad. I actually probably, probably it's a big problem. Yes, it's a seven inch blast, which is great. But since you're Ballista Skill 3 and there's no twin linking on this, you do have a chance that you, if you scatter very badly, you could really move this template away from the main sp- main spot that you want to hit. Um, cause I mean, I, I've had cases on mine where my first roll is like 10 inches in one direction or something crazy like that. Um, and for 750, I kind of want a little bit more of a guarantee. I mean, you do have Nuncio Vox access in the army list. You do. Yeah. And if you're that bringing this, help. I guess you make sure you have that. Yeah. Um, I like it. I do like this one a lot. I think the other one is, is better cause it's cheaper by a lot. But this one doesn't feel too bad. It does feel a little pricey, but it doesn't feel too bad. Um, I think the breaching is what makes it feel like, okay, like I could I could work with this. Without the breaching, I don't think it would be as appealing. No. The AP3 the helps fact a lot that as well. Though. Half the shots are gonna get through Terminator armor is mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Strength yeah. nine means it means it's instant deathing basic marines. It's even hurting vehicles at that point. I like it. Yeah. And the nice part is, um, you know, unlike some other options we see where they get, say, a good breaching, this one is at least still, as a plasma, still AP3, which means if I don't happen to get the breaching, but I'm going against people not Terminator armor, I'm still doing a lot of good. And there's a lot of models out there on 3-up saves that you will want to take down. And this is an mm-hmm. army, again, that can struggle. You know, you don't want to be throwing, you know, your last cannons or things like that at Marines because you need them for their vehicles. Here's a nice, cool gun that you can fire into their into their normal squads and all. Um, all right. Th- that one, pricey, but good. We'll take a look at the classic Bane Blade. I said this will probably go fast through these because it's just going to be weapons. All right, Bane Blade chassis, those 12 sides. Um, this one gets a Bane Blade cannon. Um, it's a Strength 8 AP4 72-inch range. It's Ordnance 1, Large Blast, 5 inches, rending on a 6 and pinning. Um, it has a coaxial mounted auto cannon, so you can get this thing twin linked. Has a demolisher cannon on it. 
has a twin length heavy bolter on its hull as well and has two sponsor mounted heavy bolters and then two sponsor mounted last cannons it can take a variety of pencil options not going to list all of those but it can take a whole variety of those um and you could still add one hunter killer missile <laughs> or the mandatory for 750 points they should just had searchlights automatically um so how much do we think this one's overcosted by well so if we look at other army lists we get the exact same profile for 400 points with the downside of you don't give up victory points hold on what but all pen all glances become penetrating hits are you talking about the the one for militia yes i am okay. and you know what you're allowed to do take the militia What's... version in a solar ox army because it's just a um okay so it's a weird argument but there is an argument that you could do it because it's a separate okay. detachment you're allowed to take lords of war that don't match your primary that's just a yeah. thing you could do hmm. but it follows the allies chart and it's clear there's an intention that you can ally them oh yes what's not clear is what the level of alliance is because <laughs> there's two tiers that are good and we don't know which one it is yeah um We'll get into more of this when we do a, a full dive into militia. But when militia came out, they said, oh, yeah, you can be allied. They're like Allies are cool. And here's where you're going to look at it on the chart. And here's some levels. But they didn't fully spell it out. They kind of they said, treat yourself like you're this, but you're not really this. So it's it's a little obscure. Yeah. I, I think in my mind, so go simple. Say, yes. Yeah, I would take the. If I was going to do this, I would take the lower level of viable allegiance of the two good ones. I always forget their names. I'm sorry. But um, the reason we know they can ally in is because it says um, you could ally in at this worst tier, the um, distrusted allies, if you have the Beastman one, for example. It's like, hey, you know, like you can work together, but they don't really trust you. It's like, okay, and what if I don't take Beastman out? beastman as my thing crickets yeah it's weird i hope they address it soon i'm I'm sure at some point they will but yeah for now just yeah just go with it have fun with it it's it's not that the things it has are bad all the things it has are good it does good things the problem is you're spending tons and tons of points for it um its main cannon is meh um demolisher is fine they're not great but hey at least you have something you got a bunch of heavy bolters i'm not spending points for to say you have heavy bolters and you got some last cannons that are going to miss half the time you're you're overall spending way too many points for the chance of the good this can do it can do good you can get turns where everything goes right and you do a ton of damage, but you can absolutely have turns. Your last cannon's missed. Your heavy bolters, uh, you got like a wound or two. Maybe it maybe took down one guy. Your demolisher scattered away. Um, your bane blade main shot. I uh, didn't happen to roll sixes. Uh, the guys made most of their saves other than like a guy or two. You might spend 750 points and destroy like 20 points of army. You know, for, for this kind of points, I want to feel that, like, your opponent's afraid of what you have because of all the great stuff it can do. 
and I'm not afraid of this because no. you're taking in 3000 points. This is a quarter of your army. That's a lot. You can fit a lot of stuff in 750. And it only kills a Marine on a six to wound with the rend. Yeah. So bad. And it's not even a thing of where like, oh, because the blast is so big, I'm going to hit a bunch of guys. It's a large it's blast. It's a five inch blast. The, the, the Demasha cannon that I always shit on is better than the main blade, blade cannon. Yes. And it's and it's coaxial mounted auto cannon that's only two shots. So 75% chance that you do twin link this thing. But that still means a quarter of the time. So one to two rounds of a game that you're not going to. And if you roll bad on your scatter or anything like that, I, I've had chases even when I get rerolls where if I roll bad twice, it's still gone. You know, or if if it pulls off a little bit, instead of getting max number of hits, you get a few less. Well, when I'm paying 750 points, I kind of want to maximize all my hits. I, I want to do a lot more. It, it's kind of a shame that it's the very classic and standard tank. And I, for this point, I like the Stormblade a lot more. Yep. I like what it can do. Like I said, about 400 points is right because because you have a victory points for being a Lord of War. If you get you know a Lord of War, if you get killed. But on the flip side, you don't count glasses of penetrating hits. So yeah, 400 points I feel is appropriate, not 750. It's twice what it should be. No. Even if they went to 500, just to put it in line with the Stormhammer, I, I, I would feel okay with it. I'm not saying I would take it over Stormhammer, but at least then I could say, like, I would understand why you might want one or the other, because you just really like this tank. At least it's plastic. It's classic, you know? Yeah, it's a shame that old face, faith, old faithful is kind of. Uh... Yeah. All right. Uh, why don't you run us to the Bane Hammer? The Bane Hammer. So this is the Bane Blade variant that has the Tremor Cannon. So it's got that short little snub nose gun that causes earthquakes. Essentially, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, also, seven fifty points. Same stat line. We replace. It's exactly the same, but we switch out um, the battle, the Bane Blade Cannon for a Trevor Cannon, and the Demolisher Cannon for a Twin Link Heavy Bolter in the hole mount. Oh wait, no, we already had one, so we just yeah, you already have that. Cannon. Yeah, you okay. just lose it. We, we, okay, so we trade in two big guns for one big gun, and this one big gun is even worse at killing normal Space Marines because it does not have rending. We got. Range 24, so super short range. Strength 8, AP 4, Ordnance 1, 7-inch blast. Okay, at least we got a big blast. It's pinning with Shellshock 2. So if you get a wound through, you're going to pin them more liably. Uh, but you can get that same kind of pinning power from a rotor cannon squad. And they're forcing more saves. Yes. Usually. Generally. I mean, strength 8 helps. It kind of makes up for the lack of dice. The 7-inch blast helps. But I I wish you could just crack through the armor, or it was like two shots or something. Yeah, it it boils down to again as we see the gun isn't the problem. The gun is fine. The gun overall is a good gun. I like what it does, but it's on a seven hundred and fifty point chassis that otherwise is firing two last cannons and some heavy bolters. If the gun's not enough to validate the price of that thing, make make it where yeah, like I said, if you gave me ordinance two on this, 
Or Brutal 2. Brutal 2. Yeah. Ooh, brutal brutal two. 2. I I like Brutal 2 on it. I think that would do a lot to fix it. Brutal yeah, 2 and a small that, price cut. Yeah, because then you're guaranteeing, or not full guarantee, but you're almost guaranteeing that you're at least getting the making them roll for a pin. This giant blast, you do that. Because then, then I don't feel as bad also about the 24-inch range. 7-inch blast is really big, but 24-inch range means... You know, you've really got to start moving to get to options. Like when you deploy this thing on the board, if you deployed first, this thing probably needs to be dead center of the board because you put it on one side or the other. The stuff I don't want pinned is just going to the other side. You're not reaching it. It's going to be like two turns before you're putting some fire onto them. So if you want to keep the range that short, give it brutal too. Hey, you took away the demolisher. There you go. That's how you incorporate the demolisher that you removed. Yeah, brutal two. I mean, even honestly, at that point, brutal three is not terrible because it's only AP four. Yeah, I mean, it gets annoying with things like um, breachers and terminators, but whatever, they'll survive. I mean, like you know, they, you'll cope, you'll deal with it. Yes, I like the idea of this thing with some level of brutal. I think that would do a lot to help it. Yeah, so, and because you're you're paying seven hundred fifty points, it's a ton of points. This is a quarter of your three thousand point army. It's allowed to kill things when it's a quarter of your army. I promise. I promise. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> to if kill it's things. A quarter of your, if it's a quarter of your army, it should feel like it's doing you a lot. And your opponent should be looking at it and saying, I need to figure out how to deal with this thing. And it should take some concentrated effort and all. The 12 hole points helps. That's 13 front helps. But I again, if I see this. ignore cover as well back in the day. Pretty sure it did. Mm. I, the idea is that like it's using the cover to do damage because it s- shoots shells, they sink into the ground, and then they explode. Got it. I don't think being inside a house is going to help when the ground itself is what's hitting you. No. Um, I, I look at this like if I saw this across the board, obviously, I, again, I'd want to spread out, you know, playing smart and all. But if you have this, the other, you know, 2250 that you're bringing... I'm probably looking at, okay, if I can kill a bunch of the rest of it, I don't necessarily have to worry about this thing. If I have a squad of last cannon guys, sure, but I'm not going to be like trying to take plinking shots at this to lower your whole points. If I don't think I can take you out in like a turn, maybe two turns max, I'm probably just letting you live. I'll, I'll, I'll fight everything else. You have tons of squisher options. I'll take that down. You have a couple of Lehman Russes. I'll shoot them down. You got, you know, whatever else you may happen to have. I'll fight the rest of it. You know, I, yeah. I, I want to be afraid of your giant model. And if I'm not afraid of your giant model, there's a problem. All right. This next one. Ooh, that's a nerf. But I still like the next one. Conceptually, right. I like the Bane Hammer. Like, I like the idea of what it does. It yes. makes sense. As an Iron Warrior, I like the idea of what this does. But not quite there. All right. Stormlord. So this is another reasonable classic. This one actually has transport capacity of 10. Can fit a couple guys in there. Uh, it's it a super heavy be, slash of transport. It used to be a lot higher. I think it was twenty before. In uh, I don't know what I don't ooh, I don't know what it is in current forty k, but I'm I'm sure in the past I know it was more. Um, I just don't recall the exact number, but I've I've started looking at some forty k stuff since the new edition is going to come out. So I've been keeping up with it a little bit. But mostly figuring out if I want to do anything with Space Marines. The new box looks cool. So I half want the Space Marines. But I haven't fully committed to anything yet. All right. So let's take a look at the Stormlord. Um, it has a centerline front mounted Vulcan Mega Bolter. 
Um, it's a 60 inch strength six AP three heavy 15 pinning and shell shock one. Um, it's got whole front mounted twin length heavy bolter left and right stubbers, hole mounted stubbers has some Sponson, two Sponson mounted twin length heavy bolters and the two Swanson mounted last cannons. And again, you can take a whole bunch of panel options. Um, I like this one better than the last one because your AP three, your least strength six, you're going to pin. Yeah. Your shell shocks worse, but I'm going to get wounds. Yep. So with heavy 15 on BS three, you're going to get about seven or eight hits. Like a wound on two. So it's like six hits at AP three. That's not bad. That's, you know, half a 10 man squad or three veterans, you know, something around there that you're killing. Not bad. Um, it's a shame that for the same points, you could take two of those guns on a Warhound Titan. Yes. Yeah, that's the rough part. That'd be so much better. And then I you think... have some void shields. You have, you have better yeah, armor. Yeah. Less hole points, I think, overall, but it's still really good. Uh... Oh, weapon um... skill protections and melee. Yes. Yeah. So in 40K right now, the Stormlord can hold 40 models. 40 jesus yeah i think it was 40. like 20 before it was it i think used it used to be yeah. able to shoot 10 models out the top because there used yes. to be you know open topped you could shoot yes four, and in 40k it has fire index as a rule as well to be able to do that yep not here and i think it yeah. also at one point had a rule that said if you don't move you can shoot it twice with that main cannon which was hilarious where we're at right now this is not at all making the cut i was in love with this tank i was i bought a bane bleed to build this tank a long time ago, it just ended up on my later pile. Yeah, for my uh, for my iron hoardings because I had a silly idea and what I was actually going to do. The silly idea was to stick a bunch of um, siege tyrants in the back because they take up two slots, but they also get to shoot two missiles and a storm bolter per terminator. So you just load this thing up when I had twenty capacity with ten terminators that fire out the firing ports, shooting <laughs> twenty crack missiles. And 20 to 40 boulder shots in addition to the Stormlord shots. It's kind of stupid what it was able to do before. Um, but what I've actually done is just had a bunch of Marines ride in the back. Just because I can. Just like basic bolter Marines. Now I I, I lost my desire to finish that project. Um, for, for 30k at least, yes. I mean, if you're doing like some 40k stuff, it's, it's still not amazing in 40k, but it's it is honestly better. Um, how many points is it in that game? It's 430 points there. It, it's not a direct comparison, obviously, but... Um, See, that sounds a lot curious. more appropriate. Yeah, in this, if it was like 400-some points, or again, if they made them all 500, I don't feel anything we've seen at 500 would be, oh, man, that's a steal. There's good options, yes. But it wouldn't feel like anything is to the point of like where, oh, yeah, it's an auto include. No, it's you could still do it or not and still have fun. And maybe now you'd feel like you have a choice. I don't. Um, yeah, it's a shame because I want I do like the one with the mega bolter. I do like the look of it. I think it's a great looking vehicle. Um, But they they need a little bit of something. All right. Uh, why don't you talk right. about the well, the shadow sword? Yeah, can I talk about the the, the cooler Shadow Sword? What's instead? the cooler Shadow Sword? The Storm the, Sword? No, the one that the Iron Warriors have. 
Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. You have one. We have this tank, but cool. Oh, let me see. <laughs> Where's the download for this? Come on. There we go. Just open that. I'll do a little tab. comparison. Yeah. Cause I how feel like how many points is yours ones? Uh, it's a decent amount. Not going to lie. Let's see. Legion specific traders are towards the back. Cause they hate us. Oh no. And actually seven. the Warhound has 12 hull points as well. Yeah. So I really it was it's, it's the durability of the hull points. I guess they want you to pay for, but it's still, yes. I, don't, I don't know if it's but worth the, it. Okay. The Warhound has two void shields and his armor 14 front. A uh, little bonus Iron Warriors review here while we're at it. Okay, so the basic Shadow Sword is 850 points. <laughs> the Iron Warriors one is 50 points extra at 900. Okay, I do remember it being very pricey. Um, yeah, that that was considered pricey, imagine. Um, God. Um, your BS3, like normal Baneblade, right? Tormentor yeah. BS5. Um, get a centerline-mounted Volcano Cannon. Instead of a turret mounted one. So again, point iron warriors. Um, you know, you have your standard hall mounted twin linked heavy bolter and your standard sponsons on the solar ox one. The iron warriors. Um they get the same thing. Yeah, they get the same thing there. But they also get a void shield. They could transport automata. They have twenty four transport capacity. It's kinda hilarious. Um, for options, you get the standard beam blade options. This tank is not worth it. No, not at eight fifty. It didn't need to go up more. The vol- volcano six fifty six fifty is good for this yeah. tank. You know, the, the volcano cannon does a lot of good. Um, wait, the legion book and the big the BRB were different. Which one did they go with? Did they go with the legion, the stronger of the two? The le- or what's this? Uh- Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, they actually had them as different profiles. I would say Legion takes precedence because okay. it has I w- less I would errors as well. in general. Yeah. So, so it's Legion like 12, won- right? Or 14? Uh, we have it listed as 14. Strength 14 AP1 is what's listed in uh, the cheat sheet. Destroyer 1, large blast Norse cover. I'll go with the strength 14. Yeah. Which is a very nice strength to have. And when you do damage, you do like D3 hull points of damage at a pop for being destroyer. So like a lot of the problems you would have with like a single shot super doom laser is fixed by it being destroyer, which is why a lot of guns I think that they just tacked brutal onto should really have destroyer tacked onto them instead. Because it's also a lot cleaner for rules interactions to have destroyer compared to brutal. Um, It's not 850 points, though. It's, It's a large blast, right? Yeah, large blast. I mean, at least it could kill Space Marines. But it's also a minimum game size of 3,400. So basically a 3.5k game. Considering get a Warhound for less, I I don't know. It it makes it tough because this is one where at least the weapon is very good. You know, it, it is a really good weapon on this 120 inch range as well. Like you can fire anywhere you like. But you're looking at having to play an exceptionally large game for it. It it still feels overcosted. Not as bad as the other ones, but they went up an extra hundred. Like I said all of these are probably 150 to maybe 200 points too much. You drop this a bit, 
you know, this is a gun I'm worried about. I'm worried about when you bring this. But at, you know, large blasts and stuff like that for the number of points you're spending, I and at the size game we're going to have to play, I should have options to take this thing down. I'm not saying I'm going to take it out in one turn, but within two turns, if I want it gone, I should have a good shot at that. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the units it might want to shoot at, you know, they would need to be units that can't necessarily hurt it. Like, you're not going to fire, you know, this at your good heavy weapon squad because I'm going to fire my heavy weapon squad back and I'm going to take a decent number of whole points off, potentially. Mm-hmm. So, it it could have stayed the 750 and I think it would have been fine, but the other ones would have had to go down. But at least this one has a good weapon. You know. But Here's what you I, do. You just count yeah. as a tormentor and give yourself the void shields for 50 extra points. Because at that point, you're all playing already playing a stupid big game and your opponent will be fine going to 3600 or 3400. Yeah. They'll forgive you. Because... Even the Tormentor is a little pricey for what you get. This is a stretch. And, and it's okay if you're loyalist, because the Tormentor, for some reason, is not trader locked. No. I, like, with a name like that, why would it be? I know, right? You can, tor- you can torment anyone. You can torment for good and evil. Um, it's very, very, very gray Jedi right down the, the, the middle. Um. This right. one at least is the last one. It's good, but yeah. it's just not as good. All right. This last Storm's... one's the last. This next one's the last one. Yep. And we're back to the 750, which is what the last one should have been. At. If the last one was 750, I don't feel bad about it. Then I it's, feel like it's now, now you got it's something. Passable. Yeah. 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 You could bring it and like I'm worried about it, but at the same point, you at least have a lot less stuff in your army. I'm feeling good about that choice. So this is Storm Sword. Um normal Bane Blade stat line, the 12 sides, all that stuff. Um, it has a centerline front-mounted Hellhammer cannon. The Hellhammer cannon, it's 24 inches. Strength 12, AP 3. It's Ordnance 1 with a large blast. It's Sunder. It's Rending on a 5, but Brutal 3. So that's actually pretty good. Um, it's <laughs> got that some kills heavy... stuff. Wow. Yeah. It's got the normal hull heavy bolter, two spawns and heavy bolters, two spawns and last cannons. Um, tons of panel options. Take the searchlight. Um, the problem is when I look at the other things, you got some heavy bolters, meh, you got some last cannons. Cool. I'm only going to hit with one, but then I look and say, Hey, this gun again, this is a good gun. The gun is, uh, you know, objectively good. AP three means I'm cutting through, but you know what this is, saves. You know what? what you know what this gun is, what it is a standard demolisher cannon with thunder. Yeah. And large blast. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And, and that's the thing. This is the weapon itself is good. I like everything about it. I just don't like the fact that I have to spend seven hundred fifty. Sorry, seven hundred and fifty points to take it. It is just super, super overcosted. When we talked about the storm hammer before, you know, the the other part we talked about importantly there was just the sheer amount of guns it has. Like, oh, it's got all these various guns. It does all these different things. You know, so you could say, oh, is the front, is the main gun better? No, this one's main gun is absolutely better. But that one had so many other weapons. It can do a lot for you. This one's not doing a lot else. You have that one large blast you're firing out. 
what happens, you know, you, you are going to get wounds with the brutal three, but I don't think you have to spend, you should not have to spend 750 points for that. That's just, it's just too much that you're spending for it. Yeah. I don't, I don't have much else to say about it in general. It's just, it's, it's too much for what you get. Although what you get is good. Yeah. And all right, as, as we sort of move towards final thoughts of this, um, talking about the, the ver the Bane blade variants first, Stormhammer, sure, that that's a good option. Five hundred points, you can get a lot of good out of that. All the other ones, it's not that any of what they do is bad; they're just way too expensive for what they do. You know, a couple the, of them the, could use a lethality bump, yes. but not a crazy amount. No, it, like a point of it, AP or a couple of points of brutal, and I feel like a lot of them would be fair, not yeah. good, but fair. The, the last two are probably. Those and maybe maybe the uh, Stormblade, those are some of the better ones because of the sorts of things that they do. But you're spending way too many points to be able to do it. That, that's the part that hurts the most. You actually have a cool gun. You can do some decent things, but the amount of points you're spending just feels disproportionate. At least, at least to me. The other part we have to keep in mind, and I don't know if you know, we've said it before, but just to stress it more, think of the army that you're in. This is an army where if you're taking a bunch of tanks, sure. But otherwise, you're a lot of more, in general, squishy infantry. You have transports, but your transports are either made of paper or they're costing you an arm and a leg. You know, your survivability is in your vehicles. And your ability to survive is often in what they can do or what some of your special weapon squads can do. And I think you're spending too much for these when you're going to need those points to be able to fill in the gaps that your army naturally has because of their generally squishier nature. And, and a lot of their vehicles, actually going back through all of it, a lot of their vehicles are a bit overcosted a lot of times. Um, for the other options, though, some of them are just really cool by look. Some of them look amazing. None of them are that great. Maybe maybe the Malkador. Macarius wasn't bad either. But the other ones just, they're great looking, but otherwise, meh. Um, yeah. How are you feeling after having went through this? I think you covered my thoughts pretty well. Um, I would just like to take a second to talk about tactics. If you have these things, what yes. to watch out for on the other side of the table. Mm -hmm. Any unit that could take multiple melta bombs is a serious threat to your super heavies. Um, that lineup of units has shrunk considerably since last edition. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's down to destroyers, a couple legion specific units and one other thing that could take mm. multiple melta bombs so at least that got easier like ask your opponent like hey what units have melta bombs and which units have multiple melta bombs i hate to say you have to do this but you have to kill those units first you do additionally chain fists kill yep. the chain fists get to play with your tanks um I wouldn't go so far as to say, oh, don't let your opponent have las cannons. Like, let them have las cannons scattered about. Um, like, you don't, don't like, wipe them because they don't instantly kill your tank. They just make your tanks die faster. Um, I mean, let's see, las cannons, if they pen and they cause an explosive result, potentially four damage for las cannon. Potentially. That's. I mean, three lucky last cans, I'll do it. 
Yeah, but if that's they have a last card squad, they rare. could actually take one of these yeah. out. That's it's, true. It, it's not. It's far from guaranteed, but they but actually have a reasonable chance possible. of taking taking these down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or at last least hurting can, them to last, the point someone yep. else does. Last cannon squads kill them. Melted gun squads yeah. kill them. But uh, the melted bomb squads, those are the ones that scare me the most, because they're the kinds of units that kind of show up out of nowhere. Like, oh shit, how'd you get here? Yeah. Um, dreadnoughts. Oh god, how do you even solve the dreadnought issue? <laughs> That's the other thing. You don't fire some of this stuff out of dreadnought depending on what the Dreadnought's armed with, because either one, your weapons aren't going to do much. I mean, if you have the Volcano Cannon, sure, because it's like Destroyer, maybe you can get some extra bits there. But otherwise, if you're dre- if the Dreadnought can hurt this, like the Leviathan I run, I run them with the uh, Melta, uh, Cyclonic Melta Lance. You don't want to shoot at me. I'll shoot back. I'll strip a whole lot of hole points off of you. I'll, I'll take that trade oh, of a wound God. or two any day. Dreadnoughts can return fire with everything. Yes, they can. Shit. Yeah. Here's what you do, right? What you do is you stack your cohort doctrines so that you have leadership 11 stubborn infantry. And you charge a dreadnought with 20 of these infantry and you say, good luck killing them all. And then you yeah. proceed to, to play the game as if the dreadnought was not there. And that's the best you're going to do. Hate to say it, that's how it is. Leadership 11 stubborn infantry is the way. Yeah. I, th- I think when we do a list building episode, like I said, I don't know if that's going to be like the next thing we do or if we're going to talk about some of the stuff and get back to it. But I think when we do that, because one, we have to talk amongst ourselves of how we want to do it. I want to make sure each of us like does a different cohort or a doctrine or something like that. But I think we're going to see in there that the idea of like bubble wrap is something this army wants. Because if you have dedicated assaulters, you you know, we're talking about the the Baneblade variant since they have the most hull points, but all the other ones. If you have a dedicated assault squad with you know chain fists or anything heavy, they can cut into these things. So we have to go back at some point. We'll do the Space Marine Lords of War, of course. But since it's an army that I have in Space Marines, when I look through them, I just like it more, one, because of points, but also two, because I feel like when I look at it, I understand what that unit's goal is, exactly what its job is and what it's going to do for me. And I feel that I get some value out of that. That doesn't always mean the points are correct. I think that's a, a futile attempt to to try to point everything appropriately because it's not going to happen. But I feel I can get a, a good option out of it. When I look at these, I either think they're way overcosted, or they're very cool, but maybe they don't quite do enough. I, I I I don't feel I have a good place for a lot of these other than like, you know, the Crassus because I think it looks amazing. Okay, if I'm running this army, maybe I take one just because it looks great. But a lot of these other options, the majority of them, I don't want. And that's a shame because a Lord of War should be like a centerpiece of your army the same way a Primarch would. You bring it when you can, of course, you know, um, whenever you can because you like it. And because it looks great and, you know, it can be a linchpin to your army. If you're spending that many points, it should, it should feel like that, that this is something that must be dealt with, or you're going to, you know, you know, crush your way across your opponent on the other side of the battlefield. You know, a lot of these things, man, it's it's, the same way I see a Primark. When I bring, if someone brings a Primark, it should feel like a big deal. It should feel like that's an important, huge piece. And a lot of these don't feel important. 
They just feel like expensive options to fill up an army that has points to spare. All right. Um, any anything else currently on any of this? No, I think I think that kind of covers it. All right. All right, so this one will be a little bit shorter than some other ones, but that's nothing wrong with that. As always, we do thank people for listening. Um, remember, we're available on any podcast you listen to, as well as on YouTube, and we do have a YouTube exclusive content. Um, I said this weekend we have a doubles team tournament that we're doing at um, Toy Wiz for 30K. So we should hopefully have at least two battle ports coming out of that. Um, the hope is, like I said, now that I'm off to be able to record a good bit more stuff, hopefully when Dan is feeling up to it later, we've been recording his basement, but also now there's some game stores now that I'm off, I can get to in the day and, and record some stuff out of there. Um, I'm also looking at some options to be able to do some stuff here as well, because I have a giant table. I need a topper for it, but we have a, I don't know, like a 10 foot kitchen table. I think it's great. So we'd like to be able to get some more stuff out. Um, for other things this week, my hope is to get something additional out that I wanted to record solo conquest wise, but I had to see how much other stuff I get done. If not, I'll be doing that very early part of next week. Um, we do want to get some more content out about that now that all of us do play it. And I know that's something that both I enjoy. I want to talk about as well as some others. I know Dan's supposed to work on once he feels better talking with some people about doing some battle tech stuff. So do expect at least some conversations about that as sort of a, as a as side episodes, those won't be mainline episodes, but side episodes, same way I'm going to do the conquest. It's going to be more side episodes, um, not always as central line episodes. Um, if you want to reach out, like I said, we do have a discord. That's always in the show notes. Um, we have a Facebook where I guess I'm going to pick up the slack since Dan is um, out for a little bit. Um, we do have a Patreon, of course, if you do enjoy our content and have the means to contribute, we ask that you consider. Um, we thank everyone who does. And of course, the expectation is is not that people will, but if people do, it really does help out. Um, especially as we look to get some more equipment and upgrade some stuff as well to uh, be able to do this better. All right. Um, as for next week, I don't know exactly what we're going to be doing. Oh, actually, uh, excuse me. Do we want to be doing the lists for this or do we want to get to like militia or to something else militia is fresh new and exciting okay um, we can swap to I that that's easy say switch tracks to militia for the other human army because that, okay. that has a lot to go over like a yeah. lot to go over or we could do a formal dive into the cohort doctrines because we never actually did that we didn't maybe what we could also finally do the raven guard <laughs> right so we war. have to do that yeah you're right. Now that we have the parts to do that, we have to do that. We'll do that in one of these. After militia, militia is also valid for that as well. So oh, we'll do God. militia okay. then Raven Guard. Sorry, Raven Guard. We promise you have not been forgotten. No, you, you haven't been. You're just waiting in the shadows. Yeah, it's just the right place for you. All right. So maybe what we'll do, maybe we'll try to aim. Uh, of course, Dan, depending, we'll try to aim for a couple of recordings next week. We can do one start in militia, and then we can kind of also finish out the cohort, so that way it feels completed. And then after a little bit of, you know, after another week or, or two, we can actually do some list building because I want some time to really review it and like consider it. And I don't know, maybe I could even use like, since I don't have an army for it, maybe even TTS mod, try it out uh, a particular list that I come up with to see what I think of it, to see if I'm at all right in my, my sort of building. So 
All right. Well, I think that belabors it all long enough then. Well, on behalf of everyone here at the show, has a good hobby, has a great gaming.